excited this morning. We have a guest speaker, Minister Trina Allen Brooks. Yes, yes, yes. Minister Trina Allen Brooks, under the leadership of Bishop Johnny Jones and First Lady Evangelist Ann Jones, became a member of New Bible Day 16 years ago. Then she transitioned from lay member to licensed evangelist in 2015, and two years later accepted her call into ministry. She is the sister of our very own David and Candy Allen, and we are beyond excited to have her with us this morning so christ temple family church stand to your feet let's make some noise for this awesome woman of god trina allen brooks oh come on and magnify the name of the lord oh magnify his name with me and let us exalt his name together because we all seeking god for something right we all have a reason for being here on today for no other reason but to lift up the name of Jesus that he would get the glory out of our lives and out of all that we do. Amen. Giving honor to where honor is due. Bishop Shannon. Amen. I feel like I'm at home. I feel like I'm amongst family. I, I am. But I also <laughs> I feel so welcomed and, and you guys invited me into the prayer breakfast and it was amazing. And how many of you know that every time the assignment is great, the attack comes greater. Yeah. yeah. Because the enemy comes to steal the word. The Bible said after the preacher preached the word, the devil, the Satan comes into the church to steal the word. Because it's the knowledge of Christ that he don't want you to have. Amen. He, the enemy comes against the knowledge of Christ. So we rebuke everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. For my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Bless God. Amen. A word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity, oh God. This is your service on today, oh God. Oh God, we have the altar on the tables of our heart, oh God. We empty out ourselves on today, oh God, that you will fill us up, oh God. That you will create in us a clean heart, oh God, and renew the right spirit within us, oh God. Self, take a back seat, oh God, and Holy Spirit, have your way in this place, oh God. And send a right now word in the name of Jesus. These blessings we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I'm going to a familiar scripture, 2 Chronicles 20. Amen. So many times we are facing many things. Have anybody ever felt like it, the, every time I turn around, there's something happening? Have we ever been in that? I'm talking about believers. I'm talking about being Bible reading Holy Ghost feel believers, and we still feel like if it's not one thing, it's another. Sometimes our crises is, seems insurmountable, and then sometimes it seems so minute to other people because they're going through something. Have you ever tried to save someone that was drowning? If they stop kicking and, and trying to bring you down, you might could save them. But they don't realize that they're in the middle of a crisis as well. And the person trying to save them is having their own crisis as well. And that's why we are many members but of one body, fitly joined together for kingdom's sake, for the glory of God. You guys are over here. I'm over at New Bible Days. But we all come together. 
and be on one accord? If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves. We got to humble ourselves. We can't fix it. And in the middle of a crisis, you know then that there is nothing naturally that can be done to resolve the situation. There is nothing mama could do, daddy can do, the pastor can't do in the middle of a crisis. But pray. We can all pray. But if we will humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, seek his face. We got to pray and seek. That's two different things. We pray and then we seek God. We go after it. We pursue what we prayed about. We seek him diligently for he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we got to seek and then we got to turn. So many of us are praying, but some of us are not turning. We still got to turn from our ways. We still got to turn from the very thing that got us in the position that we in right now. Sometimes we already know what happened. We already know why we're in the middle of this crisis. It could be a mental crisis, a physical crisis, an economical crisis, a spiritual crisis. We all going through something. We all need them for one thing or another, right? Okay. So Jehoshaphat was in the middle of a crisis. He was king, but yet there was a crisis on the horizon. I like to let you know today that prayer changes things, even crises. Even the thing that seems unbearable, prayer can change it. If I begin reading at 2 Chronicles 20, I'm going to start at the third verse. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judea. Now listen, he feared. Many times people tell you, and it is true, that fear is of the devil. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us emotions in this natural body. So even when you feel fear, the best thing to do is seek the Lord because the spirit of fear does not reside with the believers. Okay, so he feared how many times things have happened in our life. And the first thing that grip us is fear. Fear is demonstrated out throughout the world today. If you turn on the news, there's fear. You hear gunshots outside, there is fear. There are so many things the doctor reports. There's fear. There are so many things to incite fear in the believers. But we have to take that and we have to take it to God. We take it off ourselves and we give it to God when we seek him. So Jehoshaphat, he set himself to seek the Lord. When he said himself, sometimes so often we have to make sure we're not praying at a mist. We're not praying in between leaving the gym and going to work. We have to make sure that we are praying with purpose. We have to pray with intention. We have to be intentional with our prayers. So set yourself. Whatever it takes for you to get to God and get to Get before God. If you got to shut out everybody, if you got to close the door, if you got to go into a closet, set yourself, set your mind, set your spirit, set the tone, set the atmosphere for prayer so that God, we give God permission, you know, to take over and to come into our crisis when we pray. So he set himself. And proclaim the fast. Sometimes we got to fast. Some things come by fasting and praying. Some things he said I'll do suddenly. 
He'll do instantly. Before you leave out this door, while we in his house giving him praise, he at our home turning things around. Because we humbled ourselves and we prayed. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Many times we don't ask help until it's too late. Many times we think we got this. We got this. So we keep God in a box. We keep them in a box and we pull them out when it's a crisis. But see, I don't want to, God to get acquainted with me in the middle of the crisis. I want him to already know who I am. I want him to already know my name. I want him to know that I am a diligent seeker. And I want him to reward me for that. I want him to know that I didn't just come to you because something is going on. It's a character. It's a way of life. Prayer got to be a way of life because it changes things. So when they gathered, they asked help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Now, that sounds like a corporate prayer. That's a corporate prayer. Many times the enemy likes to isolate us. It doesn't matter what, what church, the, the physical building, the brick and mortar that you're in, what he does is he try to isolate the believers because if we could come collectively together and pray. He said he could do it with two or three if we believe in his name. But if we could just all get on one accord and collectively come together, imagine the things that the walls that will come down. Y'all, if you look around, we got a crisis everywhere. There's a crisis in the White House. There's a crisis in the Board of Education. There's a mental health crisis going on right now. There's crisis all around us. The Bible said many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver us out of them all. So there is nothing that is too big. There is nothing that God can't handle, and it did not catch him by surprise. Many times we have sicknesses. The enemy comes in to set fear in the believer by sicknesses that we go through. He is the Lord thy God that healeth thee. There is nothing too great that he, now, if you go to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and you ask them, they say, and if he don't do it, I know he can. I'm still going to trust him. I'm still going to believe him. Even when I don't see my way out, even in the midst of the trial, the tribulation, the crisis that seem unbearable, I still trust God. He wants us to trust him. So, the, so in this situation, there was a problem. Jehoshaphat is about to be attacked by a multitude, many, many afflictions. Every time we turn around, there's something that is going on. But we have to set ourselves. So that was the problem. Let me tell you the action. The action was not just Jehoshaphat, but all of the cities of Judah and Jerusalem came together to seek the Lord and ask of his help. Yes. So they came together. That was the action. Okay. So Jehoshaphat prayed. Now, when he began to pray, Jehoshaphat prayed the word. So many, oftentimes, the Bible said we don't even know what we ought to pray when we pray. So listen, if you pray the word, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he shall repent. If he spoke it, 
it's going to come to pass. Sometimes it took 400 years for the prophecy to come forth. Sometimes it may take years. Now listen, we, we done had the, the corona, the COVID for three years now. Now, they gave us instructions. They told us to wear a mask. They told us to social distance ourselves. They didn't know if it was six feet or 20 feet. They, they didn't know. But they continued to give us instructions. Then, God forbid if you got it, then they told you to shelter in place. Don't come out. Don't come out your house. Stay in your house. And what did we do? Per the CDC, I got to stay in my house. Now, if men can give us instructions, how come we can't follow the instructions of God? That's going to bring us out of our crises. They said if you do this, if you wear gloves, if you wear masks, if you wash your hands, it's going to bring us out of this crisis sooner or later. No, 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 no. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Those was a lot of instructions impacted right there in that one little scripture. The many times the problem is when we come to God, we got to first believe that he is God. When, whatever you desire when you pray, he didn't even gave you a choice to make your request be made known. Okay? Now, he's not Santa Claus, so you don't come with a, a Christmas list, but you have to believe what you're asking for. Now, if your mouth and your heart don't line up, anything that's not together is apart. So you got to make sure your heart and your mind and your mouth want the same thing. Because you cannot say a thing and not believe it in your heart. I shall have whatsoever I say. We have to learn to speak life. Speak to that situation. Speak to the crisis. But when you do, speak the word. Get you some scriptures. The word said, I have hidden it in my heart that I might not sin against you. So let's get some scriptures for what I'm going through. Let's get some scriptures. If it's a marriage crisis, if it's a mental crisis, I don't care what it is. You can pray your way through it. You have to seek the Lord. Now, after Jehoshaphat prayed and he sought the Lord, he ordered a fast. Sometimes we got to give up something. We got to push back. Sometimes our plate is already too full. Spiritually so. I'm not just saying give up food. I'm saying give up sin. Give up something that is keeping you stuck in that crisis. Give up social media. Half of the time, it ain't nothing good on there. Now, I will say, I do see scriptures on there every now and then. But doing your fast, doing your fast, give up something. Give up something off of your plate so that God can increase, right? So now... After you pray, you have to praise God because he inhabits the praises of his people. That means that he personally have a seat. The one writer said he's enthroned. That means that he is now sitting in on a throne in your circumstance, in your situation. Praise bring God directly into your crisis. Prayer changes things, but prayer Prayer changes things, but praise brings God right to you. He brings it to your front door, in your living room, wherever you are. It brings him to you. So in the midst of the crisis, we have to pray, seek God, 
and then we have to praise him. We have to praise him in the midst of the trial. Okay. So, verse 15. Got, I'm going to just skip down. And he said, hearken, ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus said the Lord unto you, be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of this great magnitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. I don't know what you're going through on today. I don't know what crisis you're facing on today. I don't know what you got to face when you leave this building. But I want you to know that the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. But you have to do your part. You have to give it to him. Many times we, we, we want to give it to him, but we're holding on to it. We still trying to, while well, we still trying to figure it out, he got the answer to work it out, but we won't let it go. We won't give it over to him. He said, cast your cares upon me, for I careth for you. He is concerned about us. He's concerned about what we go through. He's concerned about that promotion you should have gotten, but you was passed up on. He's concerned about your children that may be rebellious and disobedient. He's concerned about you. But do our tears move God? Do our situations move God? Nothing moves God like the praises of his people. So he told them to go, go on down. Go ahead and, and don't fear about this multitude. I come to tell you today just to encourage you just a little bit. Don't worry about how big the problem look. Don't worry about how you're going to figure it out, how you're going to fix it. Give it to God. You keep messing it up anyway. It's like quicksand. The more you wiggle and try to get out of it, the deeper you sink. And all we have to do is come to God because now God wants to use us. He wants to do it through you, through me. God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. If we would just humble ourselves. So go on down and face your haters. Go on down and face the naysayers, the gossipers, the accusers of the brethren, the ones that's talking against the church. Go ahead. You can face them. You can face them because God is with you. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. Keep, so stay focused on today. If God be for you, then who can be against you? This is not a time to doubt. This is not a time to waver. It is not a time to throw in the towel. Ye, verse 17 says that ye shall not need to fight in this battle. What you mean? What you mean? Because our weapons of warfare are not carnal. They are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. So we don't have to go out there and fight evil for evil. But the Bible says overcome evil with good. So if we all go out there and start shooting, who's going to be left to stand? He's not talking about a natural weapon. We got the, the battle is won through prayer. Prayer changes things. It, tell your neighbor prayer changes things. It's okay because I've been going through some warfare on this week. And I've been praying and I've been seeking God. And do you know that sometimes God will let you set in the midst of that crisis. Because now he's going to test your heart. He's going to see if you're really about what you say you're about. So he already got a way of escape. He has always made a way of escape. But now he's going to test you. 
He's going to test you to see if your heart and your mind is on the same page. If your mouth is saying what your heart believes. So sometimes he can just end it. But sometimes he'll let you sit in it. But he's going to be with you. He's going to be with you. You might not see the end of the thing. You don't know how it's going to end, but yet I trust you. I still believe. Keep in mind that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Understand that the weapon will form. They're going to come for you. You will be hated without a cause. You will be ridiculed and put down. You will be talked about. Understand they're going to talk about you and, and, and smile in your face. We know this. We can't take no persecution. Jesus Christ died on the cross for sins that wasn't even his. So it's okay. The weapon got a form. You, so listen, don't get disheartened and discouraged when that business that you know God gave you haven't taken off the ground yet. And right now it's just the idea, right? Don't get discouraged when you're having crisis in, in your marriage. Don't get discouraged. These weapons will form, but they will not prosper. The reason why is because he got to spread the table before you in the presence of your enemies. Yes, he's going to spread the table. So it's okay if the weapon form. I fear not. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for God is with me. Yeah, no weapon, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You got to be careful how you treat God's people. You have to be careful of how you treat God's people. Touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. We got to keep our mouth off of one another. We have to edify and encourage and uplift one another. You are not my enemy. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. You are not my enemy. You are my sister and my brother in Christ. Bless God. You're not my enemy. We got to stay focused on who this battle really is with. It's with the devil who comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy everything that is connected to you. God said not so. Sometimes you could come and preach a word and it's for everybody. But sometimes there's a rhyme of word. And God wants you, somebody here to know that the battle is not yours. Give it over to him. Prayer changes things. Bless God. For our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Whatever is waging war in your life, be not dismayed. God is with you no matter what it looks like, no matter what it appears to be, no matter even if the, even if the judge hand down a sentence, do you know God can expunge it? Yeah, he can. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. But he wants you to come to him. He wants you to pray. So no matter what, I know him to be a lawyer in the courtroom. He's a doctor in the hospital room. See, we don't put our trust and our faith in man. We put it in God. And so when we're praying and you want that raise on your job, no, 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 no. You don't have, you don't have to go to your boss and be a, a, a kiss up or nothing. You go to God in prayer about your boss. And you ask God for a raise. Because, see, he's the source. The job is just the resource. And if he gave me that one, he'll give me another one. All right, now. Okay. He says, set your affections on those things that are above. 
if you seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. What things? The things that you desire when you pray. It will be added unto you if you seek the kingdom of God first. He is the Lord. He is the God that healeth thee. By his stripes we are healed. Many of us have not seen it in the manifestation of the natural realm yet. But the moment that you believe and you ask God to do it, he go to work on your behalf. And sometimes it may take months, years for it to come, but you are already healed. You have to proclaim your healing. You have to speak healing. We speak those things as not as though they were. Right? So speak it into existence. Lord, he told you to get a vision board. He said write the vision and make it plain. And if your illness is a a weight in sin, it said lay aside every weight in sin. The illness is a weight. It's a weight because it's stopping you to do the best that you can do for kingdom's sake. So then I want my illness on my vision board. I'm not going to I'm not going to give it life. I'm going to say God, but your will, I will be healed. I am healed. When you decide to see fit to take this from me, the next thing you'll know, you'll be like, you know what? I ain't been in no pain today. My doctor took me off my medication. You got to trust God in the midst of the crisis. You have to go to him. You have to believe that he is God. So go and face it. God is with you. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Amen. And I'm going to just reference Mark 11. Mark said, you have to, Mark 11, 23 and 24 talks about, you have to believe, then you should receive it and you should have it. It's whatsoever you say. Do you realize that life and death is in the power of your tongue? It's what you say. It's what you speak out of your mouth that saturates your spirit. So if you keep saying, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to see my way out of this. I don't know how long. I've been in it for so long. I've been in so much pain. I've been dealing with this for a very long time. No, you have to trust God. You have to believe God. And you have to know that prayer changes things. I don't know what you're going through on today, but I do know that sound of God and I hear the voice of the Lord saying that it is well you have to believe that you have to begin to speak I don't care what the situation is it is well it is well it is well with me it is well with me I don't care how many bad reports you get you got to know in your spirit that it is well it is well and you got to understand that many times this journey it is you you will walk alone you will walk alone many a times when you have to seek the Lord. You have to tell your, your friends, your BFFs, and everybody else, wait a minute, not this weekend. I got to seek the Lord. I got to seek the Lord for some answers. Not just for myself. I'm not selfish as an intercessor. I'm a prayer warrior. So I'm praying not just for my household, but for your household and for the nation. And prayer changes things. So no matter what the crisis is, just remember that prayer changes things. God bless. Come on, give God praise for that word. Give God praise for that word. <laughs>